If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> we are. Oh, happy hump day. Good Lord, I'm looking here in space. I've got froze. Happy hump day to everyone in the sports universe. It is July the 20th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And hello to everyone. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvelis. What's up, Aaron? Not much. It's good to be back. It uh, it feels weird, man. It's it feels a lot longer than like a month and a half. I know I came on once or twice during the summer when things were a little slower back in the beginning, but it just, uh, it feels good to be back. It's, uh, it's, it's back. Nice to get back into a routine of, of the things I was doing before. It's, it's been a, it's been a grind this summer, but it's over. That's right. Well, congratulations. And I want to let people know that the hoodies that we're wearing came from amdrive.online this mug, or you have your tumbler and black mug right there, or no? I the tumbler's not here. The black mug is here, though. Let's go! I think it's so nice. It is. It's good looking. It's a, it's real sleek, and the design is nice. And the uh, the logo on the black mug seems to be bigger than the white mug. You got your white mug there? Yes. It doesn't I mean, look yeah. at the, Yeah, it looks like it's bigger. Yeah, no. So good stuff there. Am drive to online. The easiest way to support the show. And if you find any podcast that has anything cheaper, we got you. Cash app you somehow. We'll, we'll do something to price match it for you guys. Absolutely. Um, so let's get into this because this thing still is not – I thought by the time you came back, like, this thing would be over with. But we're, we're still – don't have a final verdict. Um, yesterday the news came out from Pro Football Talks. Um, what was it? Mike Florio is the guy's name. Um, that the suspension would be less than 10 games, and the range is from two to eight. And so yesterday on the show, Aaron, I told people that do not be shocked if this is a four-game slap on the wrist. I'm going to laugh when it is. So you look at all this, and and we've gone to, you know, great lengths to talk about this. I know you and Sam did this summer, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if everything's settled and nothing ever really goes to court and the grand jury found no reason to take this to a criminal court, why should he get any more than two? I mean, why should he get any, but why should he get any more than two? Right. That's that's what I was telling people. I, I don't I don't know. Well, this is not like a, a punching or criminal thing. This is like he said in 23 she says. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and look, the situation is we've had sure, you know, I don't want to take away from sexual misconduct or rape or any of those kinds of things. But as of right now, we really almost haven't had anything except for, like you said, he said, she said to where that Deshaun Watson really did anything inappropriate. I mean, I know that the Texans have now settled their disputes uh, in relations to the Watson allegations. Uh, When I was reading that, I didn't realize that the Texans were really setting these things up, but I mean, 
as far as massages and things like that go, I mean, I know you have in-house trainers for things like that, but why are, why are teams setting up things on the outside to begin with in that spot? You know, so I, I really felt, almost feel like the Texans may be just as guilty or, or, or maybe more in the wrong here than maybe Deshaun Watson is because nothing, I, I see no physical evidence of Deshaun Watson doing anything wrong. I mean, the guy likes massages, I, you know, hey, more power to you. And, you know, look, I mean, I know down here in Vegas, there are some places where you can go get a massage and a little extra credit for the right price. But, uh, you know, that's not illegal if it's consensual. I told you about them parlors, didn't I? You did. And, I mean, look, remember the Robert Kraft thing and with the trafficking? And, I mean, nothing became of it. But now all of a sudden Deshaun Watson is – you know, a horrible human for, for frequenting those or, or for bringing them to his house. Like, this isn't like Jeffrey Epstein kind of stuff. Like, 14-year-old girls aren't coming to Deshaun Watson's house. Right. So, realistically, I mean, look, I understand this whole protect the shield thing, but it seemed like a really big cash grab at Deshaun Watson's expense, and now he's going to get suspended for it, too. I'm, I, I've gone from the complete opposite ends of the spectrum in this thing, like, oh, my God, this guy should never play football again, to as the uh material unfolds and as the evidence unfolds to like why are we even talking suspension at this point now i i I don't see it i mean i think he's gonna get like you said two to four games but getting a month off i think is kind of wrong here in my opinion yeah yeah i agree because you talk about evidence i'm like lack thereof really like there's nothing here that's what i mean is that the taxes like you said i feel like there's more evidence to get for them against them than there is against Deshaun Watson. Right. And 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 even that, I'm, it's a little bit of a stretch. I mean, if you want to, you know, you can set up car services for your team, you know, for your for your players. You can set up other things for your players. I don't see why, you know, the, the situation of setting up massages for one of, you know, for your franchise quarterback, if that's even what, you know, turned out to be true. I mean, I know that sometimes – you know, settling civil suits is not an admission of guilt. It's more of an admission of just please go away here. Take this and go away. Uh, so enabling Watson's behavior, as it were, I guess, is uh, punishable at this point in, in the world we live in. And look, the, the Texans obviously want to be done with Deshaun Watson. They've already traded the guy. You know, they've already gotten rid of him. And now I feel like th- this is just this can be done and over with. The Texans at least can move on. And again, I just think this whole thing, this whole protecting the shield thing is just not right when it comes to this, because again, the more the the evidence you look at is more of the women wanting to return and continue working with Deshaun Watson versus actual allegations of wrongdoing. Yep. One, you know, one situation may have come out that actually is true and it seemed like a snowball effect but we don't know because there is literally zero evidence of anything i can't find anything and i've i've kept up with this i would say and i just i don't see it and i know i liken this to the i don't know if you remember pac-man jones back in the day where he got suspended by roger goodell early yeah early roger goodell where he was like you know, we need to protect the shield, this, that, and the other. And even though you haven't been formally charged or anything, you were wrong place, wrong time. So you're getting 10 games. And that's like, well, hold on a second. I mean, how are you innocent until proven guilty in a court of law, but not in the court of the NFL and the public opinion? Like, look, I mean, I'm, 
I'm not in Deshaun Watson's corner by any stretch, but I'm also not in the other corner with pitchforks and torches ready to, 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 you know, run this guy out of town. Right. I mean, I just, this, a lot of this just doesn't make sense to me. And, and I'm in the camp that he shouldn't be suspended at all, but he's going to be. Yeah. I, well, I do think it's going to be minimal. The fact that the, the two is even a question here makes me feel pretty good that Deshaun Watson gets like a slap on the wrist just for the court of PR. I don't think the NFL would lose money even if he wasn't suspended. Like, they, they wouldn't sweat it. But I want to ask you about this because you're in the Vegas area, I'd say, in the betting aspect of things. <laughs> you would be right, yes. If, right. If um, Let's say the show wasn't did get only two or four games. How much more so do you think that makes the Browns title contenders? Because I'm saying, what, eight games off for a, for a 17-game season? That's half your team's chemistry. Like, that's half the games. That's your chemistry right there. If you're only getting two to four games, there's a realistic shot here. The Browns should we should start putting money towards the Browns now. I mean, I can under, I can understand what you're thinking. Like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, if you're already betting the Browns, because you're getting a pretty good good number. I mean, and right the, the question really is, Jacoby Brissett. Cool. Uh, you know, they got rid of Baker. Baker's obviously gone. I'm looking for the Browns right now, twenty-five to one. That's if you're looking at yeah, if you're looking at two to four games now, obviously nothing has been and has been handed down. Vegas probably has an idea that he's going to miss the first month of the season, right? Uh, but twenty five to one, I mean, they're the best AFC North team from what I see. Yeah, they're right behind. Actually, the the Ravens, Ravens are now twenty yeah. to one. Oh, and the Bengals are twenty five to one. So everybody's kind of clumped up right there. Um, realistically, you'd probably like to find Cleveland at a better spot. I mean, if, if Sean's yeah. going to get four. And Cleveland can somehow muster up two and two for that. They might be better than 25 to one odds at that point. Here's another thing about that. Because the Ravens, to me, we we both, I know based on your predictions last year and what we believe the Ravens have done in the offseason, the Ravens have gotten better. I think they're going to be because they're healthier. They're getting healthier. Yeah, that's the big thing. Well, that's what I mean. And then the Bengals, I believe, are going to take a step back having a first place schedule now. And then God knows what the Steelers are going to do. I feel like Browns, you're right. You might want to get a better price now I look at that. I want them more like 27 or 30 to 1. That's what I'm saying. If they come out of the gate, hell, if they lose the first game against Baker, that's going to be real big for, I'll tell you. like, uh, you know, mental psyche for these uh, for these fans. You know, if mental psyche, you know, you trade away Baker, he goes to Carolina. There's, you know, there's a lot of weapons in Carolina, but, like, they're not expecting to be beaten by Baker. Right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think if, if somehow you can find two and two or even one and three before Deshaun gets back, or if Deshaun only gets two games, you know, if they're one and one or, you know, oh, and two in that spot, you know, I, I think you can find a better price for sure. Just say, wait for the first or second game and then see what's going on. Well, figure out Deshaun's suspension. If Deshaun Watson ends up getting eight games, they're not a bet. Yeah, no. But you you don't want to be holding the bag on 25 to one and all of a sudden, you know, they're two and six before Watson comes back, you know. <laughs> yeah, that'd be rough. Um, I, I'll leave it there. Um, Aaron, you are back. And happy one year to the AM Drive. I want to give us a shout-out with a vice golf clap. We can still do vice Heck golf yeah. claps. It's good. Heck so yeah. I want to give us a shout-out here. It's been a year as of yesterday, technically, but you, you decided to come back at the right time, I, I'd say. And the Lightning did lose, by the way, oh, but not without a fight. I'm actually impressed. Um, I actually picked the Avalanche as my best team with my ESPYs picks. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no, they were – I mean, 
we like, talked they about to that beat the best team and they beat them. Yeah, I mean, we talked about that all year. I mean, it's not like I was like, wow, where did these Colorado Avalanche come from? They were literally right. the top, they were my top team from like December on. I mean, right. the Colorado Avalanche are just on another level. And I'm curious to know, uh, you know, here's another situation. And I have to look this up because I, um, the last one I remember, and I can't remember his name, his name is escaping me right now. Uh, but he was the goalie for the Blackhawks after their first of the three cups about a decade ago. But I can't remember a Stanley Cup winning goalie other than that. Just getting just just getting <laughs> gone. Like no attempt to resign him. They traded for another goalie. They traded for a goalie though I think might not even be as good as Kemper. Now I don't know what Kemper would have, you know, wanted from the team, but it's like, wow, just gone. Boop, just gone. And, and we talked about how Kemper was a little bit suspect in the playoffs, but I thought he actually turned it on pretty well in the cup final minus the right. one game where he gave up five goals and got pulled. So uh, that one was a little shocking to me how fast they were just ready to be done with Kemper considering how they, how much effort and energy they spent to bring him in and let Grubauer go last year. And that's why I hated them. <laughs> when I find, I didn't find that out till about right before the Stanley cup final. I'm like, wait, that's the team who gave us Grubauer. Then screw them. Forget them. I was rooting for the lightning. And of course I was root for them. That's when they lose. Of course. Yeah. You, you jumped on the wagon too late, but hell was it. Hell of a three-year run to go to oh, three straight God. Stanley Cups. I mean, that... It ain't done. I, three straight Stanley Cups is just... Instead, are they done? Uh, you saw that they, they looked pissed. Me and Simi talked about They looked pissed when they lost. It wasn't just like a, oh, good job, boys. It was like, no, we, we wanted the three-peat here. Of course they did. I mean, who doesn't want a three-peat? How hard is that to do? I mean, nobody's done a three-peat since the Islanders 40 years and ago. Patriots, too, and, and, and sports in general. I just meant hockey. I mean, yeah, in, in, the free agent, in the free agent era... Three-peats are incredibly difficult. I mean, so, yeah, I, I, I can see frustration. I mean, uh, my favorite player is now gone, Andre Pilat. He's gone. He went to New Jersey. The core is still there. They re-signed a lot of their young guys, Chernak, Sorelli, Sergachev. Like, as long as you got Vasilevsky playing the way he does, and he's only 27, 28 years old, Ooh, entering, wow. yeah, entering what may be, like, his best years. <laughs> I mean, I... I yeah, they're not done, but I mean, are they going to be perennial? Are they going to be in the cup final every single year? I don't know. I mean, Carolina is doing a lot of work here this uh, this summer, acquiring Max Pacioretty, Dylan Coughlin, uh, you know, getting better on their end. New York's going to be a year better, and New York took Tampa to the brink. Edmonton. Uh, Toronto, Toronto's always there. Well, I'm talking about I'm talking about just in the East, but yeah, Edmonton. You can look at that. Edmonton's back. Vegas is going to get healthy and back again. So, uh, so you have right. to think about something like that too in the West uh, and Colorado obviously is still there. And if, if Colorado can re-sign Kadri, I mean, they're even without Kadri, they're probably cup favorites, but they're even more cup favorites if, if Nazem Kadri comes back. So, uh, I mean, yeah, they're still probably one of the, 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 the cream of the crop, probably top five team. And it shows in the Vegas odds right now, but yeah, it's not going to be as easy. I mean, Hedman's getting older. Steven Stamkos is getting older. Kucherov seems to get banged up every year. So, I mean, I'm not counting them out, but I'm not I'm not just putting them right there on the number one pedestal. There you go. We do have to take a break because when we come back, we're talking Kevin Durant and Juan Soto. Quite a lot of news surrounding that young man. Just 23 years old. We'll be right back to the AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Mark. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, 
Shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the Vice Golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a Pro Plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. And welcome back to the AM Drive here on this hump day edition. Myself, Michael Carvelis, and of course, Fanatics. Every team, every player, every jersey, every league, memorabilia, daily deals, anything that you need. Hey, that rhymed. I didn't even mean to do it. I got my flow on. I got my flow on. Uh-oh. What? <laughs> I got my flow back. I got my swagger back. Uh, anything you need, you got to visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com. It's right up there. Fanatics, MikeAndAaronDrive.com. I gotta get my gotta get my directions back. It's been a, been a while, but that's MikeAndAaronDrive.com. You click that F, and it takes you right into the uh, Fanatics website, and everything's at your disposal. And what do you do times a million, Mike? Click at the cart. Click at the cart. Click at the cart. Yeah, wiki 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 wiki. Buy now. That's all you gotta do. It helps out <laughs> the, the show tremendously. And once again, that we thank you, and it helps us out. And hopefully we've got some big things on the horizon coming up here in the next couple of months as well for the AM Drive. But first and foremost, support us with Fanatics and all the sponsors at MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Yes, sir. And by the way, I know that I, I teased Kevin Durant and Juan Soto here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to mention a guest that, we, that has agreed to come on the show multiple times, Tony Johnson. This was supposed to be Tony Johnson Wednesdays. The last two weeks has not been. So I want to give a shout-out to Tony. We'll give a shout-out to his articles at medium.com slash at TonyJohnson29. But, Aaron, I, I, I know you're a golf guy, too. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk – without even getting into the LIV stuff, because that's just a whole other can of worms – me and Tony like to, it's like an inside joke now. But in terms of this open that just happened, this is now, I believe, what is it, back to back weeks that Rory McElroy was right there winning a PGA tour, and both weeks he has not closed the deal. Well, I thought it was interesting. Shout out to the guy who won, um, Cameron Cam Smith, Smith, I believe. Yeah, Cam Smith. But man, 
Rory, for all the talk you're doing, man. Come on now. Wrap it up. So, yeah, I I, uh, I can see what you're talking about here. A little bit of a of a quote-unquote choke job, so to speak. Oh, but, you know, golf is a little bit different of a situation where, you know, you can play golf, you know, you know, your style of golf to a course versus, you know, like Rory style of golf versus Cam Smith style of golf. There's nothing you can do. There's no defense you can really play when a guy goes out and puts six birdies on the map. You know what I mean? Like you can't walk out there and then, you know, you can't walk out there and stand in front of him. It's not like beer pong where you can like talk <laughs> crap to him while he's, while he's ready to shoot, you know? So, you know, it's not really choking so much as like, we need to give credit to Joe Dirt himself, Mr. Cam Smith, and the way he has risen up the ranks and really got himself into shape. He was a little bit of a chunky. I mean, when I say chunky, I mean, compared to us, obviously he was still skinny, but, you know, a little bit of a chunky monkey on the tour there, lost his weight, got in shape, and now he's one of the best golfers. Like, look at the era that we're in. I know that everybody loves the Tiger era, myself included, how Tiger was such a dominant force, but we have Rory every week. Rory finished top 10 in all four majors. Did you know that? Wow. Parody, he, beat, he beat 98% of the field this year in majors and won zero majors. Now, you could you could look at it both ways as a, yeah, okay, he couldn't get it done. He could, you know, that's a choke job. But it's still, I mean, in the biggest stages, he was playing some of his best golf. That's a positive sign and a positive outlook, especially for Rory for 2023. And especially having your new quote-unquote spokesperson, huh. you know, your, your voice of reason, so to speak, uh, you know, having him be relevant. Could you imagine right now with, with all the news and attention that LLIV Live is garnering right now for your guy who's been basically talking crap about him and also, you know, obviously back, backpedaling. I showed you that one where he backpedaled a little bit, but, that was rough. Uh, you know, could you imagine him just missing cuts right now? It's It would be horrendous for the PGA Tour, but it's not. And, you know, it's a shout out to Rory, but you got to look at like Cam Smith, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, Colin Morikawa, John Rahm. I mean, we're in a great spot where any given week, you know, one, if not two, if not all these guys can be in contention. You know, that's that's exciting golf. And yes, you know, DJ Brooks, Bryce and all those guys are going too. And maybe who knows down the road, this will all merge right back in. But ah, it's not a. It's nothing against Rory as much as as much as it is as much as it is to a guy in St Andrews at the 150th Open shooting a 30 on the back nine. Incredible, absolutely incredible. Shout out, tip of the cap, Vice Golf Clap, whatever you want to do for Cam Smith winning that Open. And, and again, that's nothing against Rory, and I would not consider that a choke job. To be fair, Rory still like was incredible. Like he won his first like, eighteen or something like that. He was good. <laughs> he was really good. I think he ended up finishing third. Like I, I didn't realize the guy from a guy up jumping in for second place. Like these guys are so good nowadays. It's almost like the argument of like um, was competition as good when Tiger was playing. <laughs> like I hate saying that. I know like there were other guys out there, but man. These young, maybe it was because of Tiger these guys are playing in the first place, like a Rory. But yes. man, it's so cool seeing everyone who's chopping each other's heads off every chance they get. It's really incredible. Well, you got to look back then. It was Tiger, Phil, and then everybody else. Oh, Phil. So, 
I don't know what your beef is with Phil Mickelson, but all right, we're not going to get down that road. He's the first one. Yeah, well, he, you know, he had to do what he had to do. Um, anyways, uh, so the situation here is that, yeah, like on every any given week, like favorites are now like eight to one, ten to one, you know, sometimes eleven, twelve to one in these in these events because there's just not really a true favorite. Like, I mean, even finding somebody at seventeen, eighteen to one is such great value uh, because they're one of the quote unquote favorites. Back in the day, I mean, Tiger was like three to one, two to one. No, you know, like it's different. It's just, you know, for people who like dynasties and dominance, this is probably not the best era of golf for you. But if you like all these different, you know, look at Matt Fitzpatrick, all the, all the, all the winners this year. I mean, you had Scheffler, you had Thomas, you had Fitzpatrick and you had Cam Smith. I mean, he probably could have said any of those guys could have won any of those majors and rightfully so. But I mean, don't, don't forget Cam Smith also won the players this year too. So, so I mean, theoretically, he won the unofficial fifth major. So he's having quite a year at this point. But, you know, that's not, like I said, none of that is a disrespect to Rory. It's just Rory seems like now he's part of the old guard. I mean, Rory's in his 30s. Rory's These guys are all yeah. up-and-coming 20-somethings who, you know, again, and, and this is where I, I look at it. If you're the guy who loves dominance, you might never see the, the kind of run that Tiger Woods achieved back in the day, because, you know, we, like I said, you know, when Scotty Scheffler won, what, four or five tournaments in a row, I started saying, Hey, well, you know, what do we got here? Whoa. And then of course, you know, that fizzled out. Like, I don't think any of these guys can get on that kind of run. There's too many good players to stop that. And that's probably, like I said, thanks to Tiger. Well, yeah, the, 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 the world of golf that we're in now is 100% thanks to Tiger, but Amazing. that's a different, yeah, that's a different kind of talking point. Golf would have still existed, but, you know, the live golf, if, if, if golf existed, if golf still looked like it did pre-Tiger days, everybody would be playing live golf right now. Well, yeah. Um, so I made a great point. I'm going to leave it here with the golf talk is that um, they were like, someone asked, um, I think, oh, it was Jay Williams, the, um, the guy who got in a motorcycle wreck, the basketball player. Yeah. Jay Williams said, like, he doesn't know if Tiger wouldn't have taken the money had it been available before he was a billionaire. <laughs> like when he was younger, you know, was he, did he really care about the nostalgia of golf until he became one of the all time greats? I was like, dang, that cornered me into a wall there. That's a good you point. Know, to me, he seems like a guy who played for the love of the game and then the money came because he right. got into the sport. When the money wasn't there. Now the money well, was be the developed secret, because right? of him. So the I, would, sauce is success. I, I would say he's the Rory. He's the Rory. He stays. He sticks around. He, he builds the sport. Him, and don't take this the wrong way, him being African-American and being so dominant obviously helped that because right. there was a large contingent of people who rooted for him. And there was a large contingent of people who rooted against him for racial reasons. I mean, call it what or it is. Yeah, I mean exactly. Yeah, same thing. I mean, it's 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 kind of what we it's it's identity. It's identity politics at this point, and that's not great. But it's the world we live in, unfortunately. And uh, I would say no, he would not have jumped ship in the beginning. Um, and like I said, like like I said before I left, like there's no reason for Tiger to jump ship now. He's got all the money in the world he wants. The T the PGA Tour has been nothing but good to him. 
And, and I told you all those golden gooses, the the, the <laughs> Rory's, the the John Roms, the probably now Scotty Scheffler's and Cam Smith, if he does or doesn't go, uh, the PGA Tour is going to bend over backwards for these guys to stay because they know they know they're in a tight spot right now. I love it. Let's get to this quickly. I know this is kind of old news. I want to get your quick take on Kevin Durant because there's other stuff that's happening now. But Kevin Durant requested a trade. I have given my exquisite thoughts on this wonderful move, which I believe is weaker than when he went to Golden State the first time. Um, I just want to know your thoughts on this and who gets him. So give me a synopsis with this, because I, I do know that he obviously requested a trade from the Nets. The Nets have now fallen apart. I know that they're trying to move Kyrie uh, after exercising his option. And it just it's amazing how bad that big three experiment flopped. But just give me a little 30-second synopsis of, like, who's in the market. Because I I think I know where I would want him to go, but I just kind of want to see who who's realistically interested in this spot. Suns were interested. Now the fact that they've re-signed DeAndre Ayton and matched that Patriots offer, they, they're losing ground on that. The Miami Heat are reportedly more interested in Kevin Durant than they are in Donovan Mitchell. Um, there's talk about what should the Heat give up. The Golden State Warriors have got James Wiseman balling out. They've got Jordan Poole who just came onto the scene randomly and thankfully for them. And then who else would you want to give up with? They have draft picks too. And then there's small talk about the Lakers, but it's mostly the Warriors and the Heat, probably the two frontrunners right now. Okay, well, I'll throw a little curveball in here, and I'm surprised that, I mean, maybe you have. I haven't, I'll I'll be honest, I tried to watch as much of you guys this summer as I could. Maybe you've said this, maybe you haven't, but how how are the Dallas Mavericks not a thing here? Oh. Like, how are you not trying to pair Luka Doncic and Kevin Durant? Like, double D right here, man, like. Uh, that one seems like it would be for me, the casual NBA fan, the most interesting spot for him to land. Doncic and Durant. Now, I'm not a Durant guy, and honestly, I hope they trade him to the G League and he falls off the map. But right, I mean, that one for me would be the most intriguing thing to see. I I can't That's see him point. going back to the Warriors right after they just won a title. They don't need him. Uh, so the only two places for me were for, for him to play with Doncic or Dame. Portland's tough, but man, I mean, if they if they got people to give up, my, I mean, I've always said this. I don't know if Kevin Durant can just say, no, I'm good, if they trade him to freaking Portland. Why would that be bad because you're with Damian Lillard? But I'm wondering, like, people like, oh, he doesn't want to go there. Okay, who cares? The Nets yeah. don't give a crap. Yeah, I don't think there's a no movement there's clause here. So, yeah. years left on his deal. They have all the leverage here. Could you, could you, I mean, I, I know. I don't think these fans would want it, but could you see him going to like Milwaukee? Oh. I want to see. I want to see paired up with. I want to see something entertaining. I don't want to see him go and play with Chris Paul or anything like that. I know that's out the window, but like in Miami, like him and Jimmy no. Butler, like that's just a soap opera him. waiting to happen. Eric Spolstra would be pulling his hair out night in and night out. Uh, so you know, the funny thing about all of this is when we start the season, Ben Simmons will. Well, all the big three are gone. Big Sim- Ben Simmons is your star in Brooklyn. Like how that has fallen so fast. The NBA is just a comical soap opera sometimes. The so Wizards, me, he was from DC. Yeah, that one always keeps getting thrown in there. The Celtics as another yeah. one. But for me, I want to see him play with Doncic or Dame. Like that's that. that's my personal. Doncic and Dame, the two double Ds. I'm digging it. Wow, yeah. a lot of Ds. Holy cow! We gotta stop throwing those throwing those eggplants. 
Okay. Drama and triumph. Um, I was just flabbergasted that a man at 23 years old, like if you threw this contract of $440 million that the Nationals did at Juan Soto, which is $50 million more than their pre-lockout offer, if you threw that at an NBA player, oh, it was like, oh, wait, mine, mine, mine. This guy said, no, I'm good. Maybe he knows the market's going to reset anyways. And then on top of that, he stays focused and wins the home run derby. Dude's 23 years old. He's a two-time All-Star, a home run derby winner, which was an electric home run derby, by the way, which I didn't know was happening until afterwards, but that's another story. And this guy is on the cusp of um, how many – he might get a $500 million contract when all is said and done. How awesome is this guy doing? And what is your take on the whole contract situation? He's, I, I'm, I'm stumped. So, yeah, one thing at a time here, he is an incredible young player who's set to become maybe one of the faces of the league. And, yep. um, yeah, $440 million. I mean, look, you and I, were, <laughs> I don't care where that's coming from. I'm like, yes, thank you. But that's it's not – million a year. Let's we're, in different, we're in different situations. And there, you just said it. Yep. Over 15 years, that's where the bulk comes in. Do I want to be stuck in Washington – on this franchise for 15 years? I mean, look, this isn't Mike Trout. I mean, Mike Trout seems perfectly content being in L.A., being on a perennial underachiever. Now, that may change this year, but, I mean, look, I mean, how? what about the Angels can tell you that, oh, yeah, this year's different, this year's the one? No. Uh, but, you know, like Bryce Harper, like he's now locked into the Phillies for a long time. Like Juan Soto's 23. He's not 29. So oh – I mean, if he's getting this offer from one of the New York teams or the Dodgers or even Miami, because I think he's Dominican or or, or Cuban. Yeah, I can't. I don't know got, which. Yeah, he's but, one of those two. Um, so, like being in Miami, if he got a fifteen-year deal, that might be something he would be interested in, even though it's Miami, uh, the Marlins, um, oh, but not Washington. It's Dominican. Just, it's, yeah. Okay. So he's Dominican. So like being closer to the, the Caribbean, you know, could make sense in that spot, but. It's it's the fifteen year deal, and like you said, like when eventually he gets traded, which I mean, we've got what eleven days here at this point. If they hold, if they don't hold on to him through the offseason, I mean, they may be able to fetch a bigger deal in the offseason, or the trade deadline where teams are a little more desperate. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how the Nationals are going to play this, but I don't think this was a real offer. I think they knew that if I offered him fifteen to twenty years, he's not going to accept it. But the Nationals can at least save face and say, hey, look, you know, we tried to keep our stars. Max <laughs> right. Scherzer walked, Max Scherzer wanted out. Steven Strasburg, that guy's got to be done at this point. I mean, he's just, I, you know, he's done. Like, you know, Juan Soto, it was fun. But if we can't get you to stay, you know, quote, unquote, we tried. Oh, well, sorry, fans. Well, um, I don't think it was a real offer. Now, if he accepted it, then, yeah, absolutely. Like you said, getting Juan Soto for 15 years at $30 million is a bargain. But they knew he wasn't accepting it. So that's the way I feel about that. Declining $440 million because he's going to have the, the opportunity to make $500 million. Love it. If he, st- if he stays healthy. You know, I also love Aaron. Video games. So when we come back, we're going to do a quick wrap-up of Madden ratings reaction. Um, I know the big one for me is the wide receivers because that's just a wild list to me. We're going to okay. get into it. Um, it's the AM drive, and we'll be right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron. 
might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at AM Drive. Online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Welcome back to the AM Drive. If you are a small business, it's hard spreading the word. Friends want to check it out, but Aaron Crouch, welcome back. Will they? Sometimes they forget. That's what they really do. Well, it's time to help them and grow your brand with Popple. P-O-P-L. Popple is an easy-to-use, but high-tech digital business card. And get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE in all caps for 20% off your order. Set up your links and share. Maybe share with more than you need a Popple or the Popple app, so it makes it that much better. So you get your Popple and keychain, pops like even credit card form, enter the code AM drive for 20% off. And I just did that pretty sticking, pretty sticking easily there, I must say. Yes! Yes! Okay, um, you like video games, Aaron? Uh, not as much as I used to. I play some uh, NHL. Uh, from time to time when I have time to kill. Uh, but I will say this, full disclosure, before the summer, I downloaded Assassin's Creed, and I have still yet to play it. <laughs> oh, boo. Okay, so I know I have the, the the things listed here, like linebacker, edge, wide receiver, tight end. They've all been released so far, the ratings. These are top tens. Um, There's two ones I'm going to get to, though. Number one. The edge rushers, uh, Miles Garrett is a 99 once again, and T.J. Watson 96. Um, I vehemently disagree on how a guy is three points lower when he literally had a way better season. Well, he lost two seasons since a better year. I don't know what more Madden wants. And when I when I do when I think about these ratings, I'm not just thinking about well, video games. I'm thinking about like yeah, you know, like people actually believe this stuff. What am I missing here with Miles Garrett? I don't know. I don't think you're missing anything with Miles Garrett. I think the the situation here is more of TJ Watt. I mean, Miles Garrett's an incredible specimen. He's 
one of the best, if not the best defensive ends. And that's not a takeaway from TJ Watt because TJ Watt is also probably the best or, or one of the tight, you know, top two or three defensive ends in, in football. You could add the Bosa brothers. There's so many good guys there. And yes, I know TJ's, uh, uh, what do you call it? Defensive player of the year. But I, you know, as a person who doesn't really follow nor care about the Madden ratings ah. so much, uh, do you think they do this just to get the talking rise out of people? That's a good point because you know how they have the ratings adjustments and during the season. Yeah, you think uh, he's going to jump? Point. He's going to jump right up to ninety-eight, ninety-nine. I mean, I've seen right. you know posts that you know players have made the ninety-nine club middle of the year, and you know oh. maybe. I wonder if maybe this is just ways for because every year I hear Madden is excuse me Madden is not innovative Madden is not doing anything they're just sucking our sixty dollars year in and year out and well, yet, these, still- well of course you know and but these are alternative adjustments or updates if you want to say to maybe changing the game hey how about we make ratings like as big as the NFL schedule release like. We get we're getting NFL players to actually respond and care about this stuff when realistically it shouldn't. I mean, I, I don't think there's any NFL contract that has any clauses in it that says, hey, if you're a 99 in Madden, we're going to give you one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. So, like, theoretically, it makes no sense why an NFL player would even care. Same with fantasy football. Every once in a while, those guys start poking their heads in. But uh, I think this is just ways for Madden to stay fresh and stay relevant and, you know, ESPN Sports Center is talking about this stuff. They're doing dedicated that, yeah. segments about this stuff. And to be honest with you, it's it's absolutely the biggest nothing burger. <laughs> One of the biggest nothing burgers I've ever seen in my life. But it is it is something to talk about. Well, I just said that because my receiver is released, and that's the next point. I don't know what I have more beef with. The fact that Devontae Adams is a 99 and Cooper Cup is a 98 when Cooper Cup really in the same gang gang situation. Both had a last drive. Both were being force-fed the football. Guess who scored a touchdown? Cooper Cup, not Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. But then you also have Debo Samuel. He's not even a, a top 10 rated receiver. <laughs> not even a 90. He's not he's not Amari Cooper. He's not Justin Jefferson, who might, yeah, he might be better, but my God. I, I am dumbfounded. If, if they give, if they end up making Lamar Jackson a, a like a a higher end quarterback, which they should, because of his running ability, why would Debo Samuel get docked for his running ability when he may not be the complete wide receiver, but he's still that guy? Yeah, they don't have a spot for flex. <laughs> it's not like uh, NCAA where they had the athlete position. That was funny. Yeah, I think Debo should be in the '90s category. I mean. If Amari Cooper's a 90, I think Debo's right up there in that spot. So, uh, I mean, for you to tell me that there's one, two, three, like 10 wide receivers right now that are 90 and above, I, I mean, there may be some right at 90, but I feel like they would have put them in this article that I'm looking at. I, I mean, to me, I think you're leaving out guys like Chris Godwin, like you're saying with, uh, with Debo Samuel. I think uh, I could probably find a few more, but like, you're still leaving DeAndre Hopkins at 96, despite the bad season that he had, like the injury riddled season. I mean, it's nothing against DeAndre. I think he's definitely a top five wide receiver. But if you're if you're moving these levers so you know widely, then yeah, I don't uh, I don't necessarily agree with some of these things. But 
I think there should be some other you know, receivers that definitely should be on there, uh, you know, in this 90 club, you know. But but Cooper versus Devontae. I mean, Devontae is incredible. Cooper Cup is obviously incredible as well, but he's I don't think he's going to – I don't think he's going to sweat uh, – you know, I don't think he's going to sweat the being 98, but he'll be 99 real soon. You saw Debo said on Twitter, I, I retweeted on our account. He said, I did not. Go ahead and help me out here. <laughs> he said, um, I yes, I've seen the Madden rating. I do not care. Fun fact, I played NBA 2K more. <laughs> well, I mean, look at this. These are players. Incredible. I mean, these are players that they left. They basically left out. I mean, Jamar Chase, do you think he should be 90? Think he should be in the ninety club, right? Yeah, I think that considering Justin Jefferson gets as much praise as he did, then yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think that's that's fair. I think Chris Godwin should have been there. He got injured. I, I don't want to take that away from him. And honestly, maybe a combination, or if not, at least one of of DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett. That's for me. That's that's. I'll end it on that. That's gonna take us home. All right, that is gonna do it for us. It was a good show to be back. Uh, you know, tomorrow is not Hump Day, but. Tomorrow is Thursday, right. and uh, we'll be talking more sports. It's it's good to get back in a rhythm. I'm happy to be here, Mike. It's been a long summer, but I'm happy to get back to the uh, the drive here. And you, uh, I just wanted to give you a vice golf clap, a tip of the cap, all of those things for holding it down. You and Sammy Action, a little bit of Tony Johnson as well. But, uh, man, you got through a, a tough summer, and right. uh, you did a great job. So uh, I just want to give you some kudos. But uh, – we're all back. Everything's full cylinders. We're firing on full cylinders now. Visit us on the YouTube, the Twitter, and the Facebook. Obviously, the Twitter and the Facebook is at AM Drive TV. And of course, search for us on YouTube and subscribe. And visit that, that website right below here, MikeAndAaronDrive.com, for all the sponsors and links to all of those social medias as well. So for Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch saying, have a great Wednesday, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Drive safe. <laughs>